Moves. What's up, good people? It's your boy Timo with the Dance Moves. And you already know what it is. It is Good Night Juice. Banana Juice is taking a break this week, but we will be back next week, uh, Wednesday, like we normally are. But you already know how it goes. I got the quarantine click with me. Not really quarantined anymore. <laughs> like, but we should be. We should be, but but we're not. Um, so of course I have my beautiful wife, Lily. Hey. And the Memphian, <laughs> the <laughs> prodigal son, has returned. My eldest brother. What's up? I'm back, Cecil, aka Cecilio. Um, so. Cecil, just so you know, like this is, this is a this is a a, a, a safe place. <laughs> um, all opinions are welcome. Uh, it's of course it's under the banana juice brand, so if it's problematic, it's okay. <laughs> That's scary. It's okay. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get into these sleepers. Man, Georgia. They are really locking up some great people because <laughs> some inmates helped a deputy who was having a stroke, saved his life, got on the radio, made the appropriate calls, had a helicopter come in and everything. And while that's all great, um, the interesting thing about this story is this is not the first time Georgia inmates at this jail have saved a deputy's life or a security guard's life because it happened again in July. Um, they, they called, they asked for help for another M. And so and at what point do we start to think, are the inmates doing this to these people? But why would they call for help? Because if I help you out, then maybe you, you know, Help, help me out a little bit. Oh. If you die and I save your life, then maybe you look the other way on some things. Well, what do you think? How would they do that? How would they make these inmate, these uh, deputies sick? I, I mean, I don't know. I think it says a lot about the deputy, though. Like, to have inmates that's going to come to your defense like that when you're in distress, if you were, like, a really crooked and low-down deputy, I could see them just walking by like, oh, okay. Right. But the yeah. fact that they would call somebody to help, I'm like, shout-out to the inmates, but shout-out to the deputy also. But what they, what they call that, Stockholm Syndrome or something? With the, yeah. <laughs> when you start to fall in love with, with, with your, your captor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what it sounds like. Also, what is going on with hiring all these sickly deputies? I mean, questions that need answers. <laughs> I mean, a man got to work now. He got to eat. Work from home. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, what a lot of people are able to do now. But I just feel like one stroke, one heart attack. Like, I don't feel like you built to watch right. criminals, you right. know, Unle unless this is like a, a nicer place. But like the inmates ain't supposed to be taking care of you. Right. I mean, that's true. But now I don't know for sure. But how much training goes into becoming a deputy? It's not like the police force. True. Well, and that's um that's questionable too. How much training? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree, but it I don't know the the story just it don't it don't sit right with me. I don't I question that. And see, and I didn't. That's interesting. I was like, oh, this is so sweet. I was like, oh, they did this to him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also, it could just be the, the stress of working in an environment like that. That's true. Yeah. Um, so they probably did do that to him in a sense. Yeah, but also, if I'm your stressor, then I'm not also going to be your savior. Right. If, if that's the environment that right. I'm in. Yeah. But speaking of inmates doing good deeds, R. Kelly has been getting his behind stomped in prison. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so... Uh, he has been attacked numerous times in jail, um, being stomped in the head, his attorneys claim. Put Kirk um, on yes. Yeah. But they're trying to get him out for early re release because these inmates just can't stop putting a foot in his braids. <laughs> now I heard another and I don't know if it's the same story if it's a different story about him but I heard that it was more so that he almost 
emphasis on almost, got stabbed with a pen. Oh, got stabbed with a pen? Yeah. Uh, well, they did say there have been multiple attacks right. on him. Okay. And so, like, what I saw was the, the you know, river dancing on his head. Mm. I, I didn't know about the pen. Yeah. Which is crazy because R. Kelly didn't write his own song. Like, he didn't write his songs. He was just all off of memory because he couldn't read. Oh. Uh. So... I mean, the thing is, I didn't even know that. I, that I whole everything I just said was true. Wow, <laughs> it was one hundred percent true. Fantasia, he didn't write R. Kelly, right? But you know, like I, I think Jay Z. We found out because Jay Z was talking about a story about how he doesn't write his raps. He just like feels them and mouths them and all that stuff, mm. and then he raps them. And then R. Kelly was the same way, but it's just because R. Kelly couldn't read. Now, this article is saying that the inmates are mad at him. Right. Because they've had yes. to go on numerous lockdowns because of his supporters right. being outside of the jail. Right. So, no, at this stop point. protesting for R. Kelly. Right. I, I, I just don't understand. Especially if you want him to live. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if you care about him, go home. Right. But don't stop for that. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't. By, by, all, by all means, save, save your. Keep good work um, on the outside. <laughs> Y'all save your markers. You save your posters for R. Kelly. <laughs> and inmates, you just keep doing what you're doing, man. Mm-hmm. Like, like you're in a position to do a world of good, you know? The Lord's work, one would say. Right. Maybe maybe <laughs> um, call up those other Old Georgia Testament. people and ask them, hey, how y'all giving these people these strokes and heart attacks because we got somebody over here we need to take care of. And I think that's good. Uh, this is not where I thought this conversation was going to go. Yep. But <laughs> here we are. <laughs> oh, Speaking of uh, going places, Marcus Houston Went to the altar in R. Kelly fashion, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> married his 19-year-old uh, high school sweetheart. <laughs> no, not high school. No, he was friends he, with with her daddy. He married his elementary sweetheart. <laughs> I'm. How does this work? No, couldn't have been elementary because they were. He is 20 years old. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying, yeah, it wasn't. He didn't meet her in high school. No, I'm saying she was like fresh out of I high know. school. I know. I was trying to see how to spin it because I'm like, she was a baby. It sounds like he was bouncing her on his knee at some oh, point. Probably. Now he's bouncing her on the leg. <laughs> and you know what? I get it. You know, when you get a certain you get age. It. Wait, what? No, let me finish. Okay. Like, I, like, when you get a certain age, sometimes it's like, well, age doesn't matter. You know, like there's a gap. But the fact that she is newly right. legal. Barely legal. And it's like, it, and they could. The sources confirmed, yes, he knew her when she was underage. It's like, it's just predatory. It's like yeah. he's been waiting the whole right. time. Like, just twiddling his face. Right. Like, that, that's whatever. what makes it really gross to mm-hmm. me. Okay, but what age is, what age do you get to where you're like, age doesn't matter? And even if you like, you get to the point where age doesn't matter, like, to what extent does age not matter? In the legal realms, like, somebody legal, like, what? No, I think about like our grandparents. Like some grandparents have like ten year differences, and and then it yeah. was fine. Like they're not. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They were marrying off at well, great fourteen, fifteen, uh huh. But <laughs> they, I mean, they had more responsibilities then too. I'm still not excusing it, but um, uh, at least she's legally grown, but eh, still, it's, like that, that. That's the only saving grace i see with it but there are people who they make excuses saying like with the, when the age of consent is like 16 right. or 17 and, and like like no you still nasty yeah you were 20 Very 30 much years so. older this person and you like you want to make excuses about the age of consent no i just don't understand why you'll be blasting these pictures all over the internet knowing that this girl is 19 that she was a child when, like it's almost like you were saying like it's very predatory like you've been eyeing this girl mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. for a long time and like now you're like I'm not throwing right. away my shot uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like this just just very very disgusting it is very disgusting but I mean because you what the real thing is like for me even though she's 19 there's a lot of 19 year olds who don't really know themselves like that. Yeah. Um, to know, like, oh, is this a, 
a right decision for me right now. Or right. like you can still take advantage of a 19 year old. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so like, it, I just, I just think that the whole thing is weird. And, mm-hmm. um, at, at least he married her. Right. Now they do say he didn't keep her locked up. What if she's right. pregnant? Oof. And that's why he hurry up and married her. I wonder how long they had a relationship prior to this marriage. Like I, I'm almost positive it didn't start when she hit eighteen. Like how long were you dating this Is child? I, yeah. The, story, I, the article I read said five months. Whoa, whoa! Is how long they were dating? You dating five months? And okay. There's been other conversations. You might have not have been like on the books dating, but you was doing right, something. Right. right. Because for it to be five months and then y'all get married, it definitely had to be something before then. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like that almost seems like yeah, a babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is. You ain't wrong. <laughs> no, you're not. Mm-hmm. You're not. Now babysitting in daddy's lap. Gross. <laughs> And is <laughs> the whole thing is just creepy. It's all creepy. <laughs> Wait, what was the name of his um song, his group when he was younger? Immature. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. That's what I was gonna say earlier. Like, well, you know they do t- talk about how women mature and uh, like, uh-huh. they, they mature sooner than men do. It so maybe yeah. Marcus Houston finally hit maturity five. <laughs> in his brain or something. Yeah. So you know, that's that's a little yeah. closer of an age gap. If we want to talk, yeah, he just he told he told us a long time ago who we was. Yeah, and again, and how just we liked like him. R. Kelly. Just like yeah. R. Kelly, yep. <laughs> we have to start listening. Man, that's my petition to all that's the right. listeners. Start yeah, listen to your R and B singers because they're telling you who they they're are. telling you when all people about tell themselves. You who they are, believe them. Yes, yes. old adage goes. Yes, is that an old adage? Or did my Angelou say that? I think people always say old Maya. Was she old and out of here? Was she old and out of here? I love her. R.I.P. Yes. <laughs> Bless you, Maya. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there is a strong love for the black culture, a strong love for uh, Maya Angelou, but uh, sometimes people take it too far. Um, we had a duplicate R. Kelly in uh, Marcus Houston, and now we have a duplicate uh, R. Dolezal uh, in <laughs> Bye, girl. Jessica Krug. Bye, Jessica. So um, okay. Jessica Krug is a Jewish woman who pretended to be a, n- not just black, but a black Afro-Latina. <laughs> wow. You really doubled down on this. <laughs> she just really wanted to be brown. Like she really, it, it, like she she's this uh, professor at uh, George Washington University. She admitted it. Which in my mind, do you think? Do you think that makes it better? Like you've gotten all this status and all this stuff as a black Afro Latino woman. You checking so many of these boxes for people, and then like you just come out and. She actually wrote it, uh, but she she says that um, I have built my life on a nonviolent anti-black lie, and I have lied to every br- and I have lied in every breath I have taken. Um, there is no parallel form of my adulthood connected to white people or a white community or an alternate white alternative white identity. I have lived this lie fully, completely, with no exit plan or strategy. Same. Why? <laughs> I've lived right. this life co- fully, completely, <laughs> with no exit plan or strategy. It's just like being black. I have no identity outside of this. I have never developed one. Ma'am, if only you belonged to a culture with a history of struggle and success. Oh, yeah, you're Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> you already had it. You already had it. <laughs> <laughs> she already done had hers. I, I'm just like, what? I, I I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't get the infatuation with black and brown people to the point where you literally try to become us. Mm-hmm. You you can have an appreciation for the culture without trying to blend in with us, right? Like that's that. Like don't be like like Adele. 
Have y'all seen that? Yes. Yes, oh and she looks a mess. Oh. oh, my God. Hey, hey. Hello, Pondy, other side. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me with that. <laughs> that, that, was, that was hilarious to me. What, what's really getting me about this woman is, like, even in her confession, just how it's like you're trying to gain this sympathy vote or something. Ma'am, you're all the way wrong. Like, she's saying, I am not a culture vulture. I am a culture leech. <laughs> I have thought about ending these lies many times over many years, but my cowardice was always more powerful than my ethics. I have built my life on a violent anti-black lie, and I have lied in every breath I have taken. Girl, please. Right. What? She didn't just come out as white. Who does that anyway? <laughs> <laughs> she came out as an already persecuted right. group of people, an already marginalized, <laughs> some right. of the marginalized heritage. Right. Yeah. She is a glutton for punishment. Mm-hmm. And has made money off of it too. Right. Like she's an author. She's written books. She's and a like, professor. And so you're, you're making money off of this lie, off of being black. And there are black people who can't even make money off right. of being black. Afro Latinos mm. who can't make money My off of being Afro Latinos. Like what the heck? Like are y'all paying people for being black now? Imagine okay, being. How she get off with our reparations? Right. Sign right. me up. <laughs> she says she has health issues, mental health, mental issues. health issues. Yeah. Yeah, but she also said she canceled herself. Blindness. She did say right. she canceled herself. Like, I canceled herself. myself. Ma'am, what? You, you mean the black self or <laughs> the whole self? Like, like, let me know what's... Can, are you... Are, like, I'm, I'm so confused at, at who we're talking to right now. It, it, I just... Just imagine being so privileged that you wake up and say, black? I could do that. Mm-hmm. Right. I'll try it. Something like... Oh, black and Afro-Latino? Let me be that trailblazer. (laughs) What? Do you know the recipes you have to have in order to pull off a black (laughs) Afro-Latino? Like, I I just, I I don't think she fully recognizes, like, the undertaking of what she was was trying to, like, ma'am, this is just all bad and all wrong. And I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm not even gonna pretend like I do. Like I I just have no words. I just can't believe Uh it happened again. I can't believe with the climate of America right now, you know, that anyone would knowingly want to portray their themselves as something else. Mm -hmm. And how long has she been doing this again? Does it say? Did it say? Um, I think everything I saw just said years. Yeah, like the better okay, part yeah. of her adult life. Yeah. So probably and even like while Rachel was doing it too. Yeah. Maybe probably. that's where she got inspired. Maybe she's like, it worked for her. And she let Rachel have her moment. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what it was. Getting lynched, I guess, if that's how you want to martyr someone pretending to be black. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, well, no words. We move from the loss of a uh, fake black life to a real one. Um, mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I, the segue made me laugh. No, let me let me let me, let me center myself <laughs> because I want I want everyone to know this is for real that uh-huh. I am for real. Like yeah. R.I.P. to Chadwick Boseman. Yes, even though I always mess like mispronounced his last name, I'm still not sure if I'm saying it right. I now. always think of BoJack Horseman. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure if I know what that is. I don't watch it, but anyway. Yeah. We, okay. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> he he passed away um, from colon cancer. Mm-hmm. And real talk, a lot of jokes were made when he lost all that weight mm-hmm. and there were videos yeah. of him. I made a joke, too. I, I, I put a picture of him side by side with the... Um, Little dolls from Tales from the Hood, uh, because I look I, terrible. That's, I mean, and I will say this: when you are trying to be a social commentator, you know, like when when you are like trying to be a comedian or you are a comedian, you're gonna make jokes that are at someone else's expense. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and it hindsight is twenty twenty. It really is. But yeah. in the me- in the meantime, your your thing is I'm trying to get these jokes off. Mm-hmm. And I apologize for what I didn't know. Mm-hmm. But again, in me, like I don't apologize for jokes because right. 
it was really joke, and if it was really meant to be mean spirited, which I don't really make those yeah. types of jokes, but it, it's just sad because he he was such a a great man, a great activist, um, brought the Black Panther mm-hmm. to life on screen and really started a movement mm-hmm. that w- was amazing, like. Black Panther brought more black people together than Black Lives Matter. Right. And, and right. that's facts. It's more than a movie. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I, it was just, it was very important important for the culture and I think it got us back to embracing that part of our culture as far right. as African culture mm-hmm. because I think so long like when it, it was hot in the 90s Okay, like mm-hmm. every everybody had the little the little leather chain with the Africa uh-huh. uh, <laughs> with Africa on it. You know they, they, they wore the color. Yeah, the, the all the the, the color blocked shirts with the the t shirts. Yeah, the, like that. Like that was that was the thing, mm-hmm. and then it kind of died down, mm-hmm. and we just really started embracing our Americanness, which is like our less than selves. If you right, really want to think right. about it, um, you're embracing something that was not ready to embrace us right yes that that is that is exactly what i mean and then black panther comes back out and then there is a resurgence of black pride and slash african-american pride yeah Mm -hmm. the fact that fact that i am american but my ancestors were african and a respect for the motherland and just us coming together for a good time Mm -hmm. right you know and, and we're in a climate where we need another one of those yep. mm-hmm. because right now we are coming together um, in frustration yeah. right. and in anger, justified frustration mm-hmm. and anger and pain. And so we need something that will bring us together, um, have us come together with enjoy. Yeah. You know, like right now, the only thing that we're sharing is black people is sorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, I would like, and that that's why it kind of upsets me when people say that we need to they don't need to replace Chadwick and just have it that he died and then bring uh Shuri as the Black Panther okay. now. Which does happen in the comics. Uh-huh. However, I I believe that they should find another Black Panther. Because just because it started with a great man doesn't mean it has to end when that great man is gone. It doesn't mean that. Like, you keep it going. You know, like he ends up marrying Storm and they become a picture of black love that we uh, that we would need to see two powerful black yeah. people together on the screen. Yeah, that's like, a good point. Like that that would be cool to see. You you wipe out that entire storyline mm-hmm. if you don't replace him. And so I mean, it it is it's sad, and it's a lot of people hurt by the loss. Um, but one thing I'm not here for is us looking for. Uh, okay, this is me. I don't like how we're continuously dumping on 2020. Right. Like oh, 2020, it's 2020, 2020. Like it's like, and I mean with this with all the respect in the world celebrities die every year people period people die every Mm -hmm. year every day you know and and while it is sad that he um his life is lost and especially the cancer look people know if you listen to banana juice you know i hate three things al sharpton's opinions tyler perry's typewriter and cancer. I don't like, I, mm-hmm. I absolutely mm-hmm. hate those three things. Yeah. And so to know that he died because of cancer, like that, 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 that saddens me all the more deeply. But right. what I, I've appreciated is just other people's perspective on it. Like, whereas people had a narrative of like, oh my gosh, like he was dying all this time and we didn't know, or, oh, he died alone or, you know, and I saw some people posting just around like, we need to change that narrative because that doesn't even fit the type of person that he was. Right. Like he wasn't dying all this time. He was actually living on his own terms. Mm. Right. Yeah. You know, like he didn't die alone. He, he, he passed away in his home with his wife with his family Mm -hmm. surrounded by the people that have supported him all this time like his support system didn't leave him and they also didn't divulge his health conditions he had a squad around him that for four years didn't say tell anybody what was going on with right hard pressed to find anyone 
that would do something like that. Right. So it's like if we're, we're like the legacy, like that great legacy that we held high of him as he was living, it doesn't diminish because he's gone. Right. Yeah. And so it's like we have to change the narrative now that we're painting. He's he was strong while he was alive, and he's strong even in death. Mm-hmm. And it's just how you look at the situation. Right. But but okay, and this is me just coming back because that that is great. Like all of that is great. But another thing that I don't want to happen. I don't want to, I don't want people to start pushing a narrative. And I saw this, um, a friend of mine posted this, um, push the narrative of, hey, y'all see he had cancer and look at all these movies he was doing. Look at all these appearances he was making. You, and I don't want that to be used as a narrative to tell people like, oh, push past your pain. Uh I mean, I can see that, but I think it's just, it's like a personal thing though. It's like, you know, you can still be ill and you can fight past it. Yeah, but, you know. I think I know what you're talking When people put, like, well, Chadwick is out here doing this. And yes. This, and you, yes. It, it gives, it opens up, not that his death does, but, like, the way certain people will take the fact that he was dealing with this very terminal illness yeah. and was still going out there and doing things. That, I could see... Where they use, they could, uh, I mean, maybe this could be reaching, but they could use it as uh, one of those, one of the good ones arguments where uh, he was picking himself up by his bootstraps mm-hmm. and still like he wasn't, yeah. he wasn't just laying there and letting things happen. Mm-hmm. Like right. using that as a way to argue that people who aren't necessarily able to just fight through what they're going I through. Yeah. Like they're lazy or they're yes. not trying hard yes. enough. And that, exactly. Which is something that they love to attach to the black life. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That, that is very true. And that, that, that's, that's exactly mm-hmm. what I was saying. <laughs> and so, y'all, those were the sleepers. Sleep. Sleep. All right. So um, now it's time to for my favorite part of the show or one of them, uh, the late night binges. So, you know, just because I've been going back to work and, and, uh, Lily's been going back to work virtually and, and Cecil, he about to start a job. (laughs) Um, it doesn't mean that the late night binges are gone away, you know, like that Sunday night staples. Yes. Yes. Corona has, has brought this culture, <laughs> of binging late at night. Oh and, yeah. And not caring about the morning. <laughs> uh in to, my case all day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, it, it, it's it's great. And so we want to talk about some shows that we have been enjoying that we think you should check out. Um and even some that maybe we've been watching individually that uh we could check out. I'm gonna start off with one that um at least Cecil and I have been watching in Lily has been going in and out of. Yeah, I can't really talk on this one. <laughs> the boys. Oh yeah. <laughs> now we I we both are late to this party. Yeah, I'm mad at it. We're late to this party, but I'm hooked. I'm all in now. It's so good. I mean, I tried. I remember in the beginning, like I started watching it. I I think I started when I was super tired and fell asleep maybe 10, 15 minutes in. Yeah. And didn't try going back to until I mean, when we just did, what was it, last week? Yeah, when just last week. Yeah. Yeah, and I I always seen advertisements for it, but mm-hmm. I was just like, eh. Right. You know, it's just like, ah, I'm not, I'm not really, I don't, I don't feel like watching this. Yeah. But now that's all I want to watch. When I sit down, I'm like, hey, Cecil, you ready to watch the boards? Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, we try to do two episodes a night. Yeah, we, we, we're probably almost finished with the first season. Yeah, because season two premieres tomorrow right so we need to yeah we, we got some we, we got some to watch yeah, yeah. can uh, you tell the people what it's about so so the boys it's about a group of super, superheroes who are really anti-heroes mm-hmm. But they they put on this persona for the public that they are um, saviors of the world. Um, but then behind closed doors, they are perverts. They are crooked. They are evil. They are alcoholics. They are drug addicts. Like it's 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 pretty wild. It's yeah. pretty and um, 
the comp rapist? I think that was one too. Yes, yeah. ra- I said perverts, oh, but okay. not rapists. Oh, yeah. You know, like trigger one. Ra- yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and it all kind of comes to the head where one specific injustice is done and kind of brushed under the rug, and so then it becomes. Um, a battle of this superhero group and this group of human beings coming to basically remove the wool from people's eyes so they see just how horrible and corrupt these soups, as they mm-hmm. call it, are. Yeah. And it's hot. Yeah. Like soup. You see what I did there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but no, and like, and really, I don't. I'm not. There are familiar faces, but no familiar names in it. Mm-hmm. Um, old boy from was he in the game? No, he wasn't in the game. Um, Survivor's Remorse. Which one are you talking about? Um, the black guy, A Train. Yeah, A Train. Uh, okay. Survivor's Remorse. He was uh, in Ind- Independence Day Two. Oh. He was Will Smith's son. Oh, that's right. I was wondering where I recognized. Him. Yeah, and he was in something else that I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, He's okay as an actor. But yeah, he's in there and that's really the I hate whole. him in the show. I hate yeah, his character. Yeah, yeah. I don't like him. I right. don't like him. Um and then there's uh the character Huey who they it, I don't want to give away any spoilers if you haven't watched but uh that's uh Meg Ryan and uh Dennis Quaid's son. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember when you found that I was like now we can't unsee right, it. Right, can't unsee it. Looks it just it, like it's very clear yeah. that that's exactly who that is, but yeah, like it's 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 a good show. You you should you should give it a watch. I know season two is coming out tomorrow, um, Friday for those who are uh, listening Friday. Uh, so time to binge. Yeah, watch that giant. Yeah. Now, if you haven't seen this season of The Shy, oh my goodness. Oh man, I've I've been wanted to get back on this show for this particular reason. <laughs> To talk about the shy because Tim and BK don't watch the shy. Uh, the shy is the best. It is. It is my show, and right now I'm just gonna tell y'all spoiler alerts because I'm gonna talk about it. I, this, this is my my therapy yeah, session when it comes to the shy. Two. So if, if you you can pause it now, pause this podcast now, go yeah. watch the shy, and then come back to it later, and right. then you can key key with us. But first and foremost. Kidnap Keisha. Oh my goodness. I, I I'm glad that they did not drag it out the entire season. They drug it out enough though. They did, but I mean Yeah, what was it just three episodes? It felt like so many though. Like it felt <laughs> like so much more than mm-hmm. three episodes. But I know what you mean by not dragging it out the whole season. We got to focus on yeah. some of, or at least some resolution. Yeah, with her situation. But yeah, go on. But 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 the but to your point, the crazy thing that people were saying about the season was like you felt like that was drug that was drug out. But everyone else feels like this season must have been rushed. Oh yeah, because yeah, there were yeah, I could see that because there were some episodes where it's like you jam packed this episode uh-huh. and you're not really giving a full story. It's just like bits and pieces of like, and it's like like serious stuff that's happening that yeah. could have right. taken some conversation in the episode, but it was like we're and throwing it all major in. Major holes right. in things. Yeah, they yeah, did. there were, it, it, but but it it um addresses um trans relationships Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um it addresses uh sexism uh in politics Mm -hmm. it uh addresses um really unforgiveness but also um cheating boyfriends okay yes (laughs) (laughs) but but like it's it's a lot that come um black business owners Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know like it 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 it, it has a lot in there um corrupt pastors yeah yes Uh you know like that yeah but but black love black love that's what i was about to say black love i if 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 the shy ends this if that was the last season of the shy can we please give Papa uh, yeah, I and Maisha uh, a yeah. spin-off? I would watch a spin-off. Yeah, I love Papa. them. I love them. I love, I love that little boy. Yeah. Yes. Everything about him, everything about his character, mm-hmm. and when him and Maisha got together, 
Oh my gosh. It and was like th- a perfect match. I thought they were trying to take him dark this season. So yeah, I was worried too. about it. But yeah. he, he was having a, a crisis of faith uh-huh. watching his, like, the things that his dad was doing and getting involved in, like, politics or whatever. But I, uh, yeah, I, I'm so glad they didn't take him. And I hope they don't right. yeah. make him a dark character. Have, I hope he stays that stand up picture of morality. If right. You will. Right, and and if y'all ever think to turn him dark, turn him gangster, or even kill him off the show, do me a favor and throw your typewriter in the garbage. <laughs> throw the entire MacBook away right. and just just go somewhere. Because he's like, the best character on the show. Yeah, he, really he really is. is. He really is. I look for like I live for his mm-hmm. scenes. Now, I, now one scene that I did not live for was Lala's sex scene. Oh, with, sick uh, of it. What's his face? Yeah, uh, Jacob Lattimore. Lattimore? Lattimore. Yeah. Uh, I always wonder if he's related to Kenny Lattimore. Yeah. I mean, he does sing. But oh, maybe. I, I'm, I'm tired of seeing Lala have sex with people. It's, and it's just mm-hmm. so, it's, it's, it's so awkward. It's, it's very awkward. Oh, my goodness. It, and you, what, she, what, she 40? Is she yeah. our age? Yeah, she's, she's like, yeah, she's not that much older than me. I'm. 37 for reference yeah well she's i think she's like 40 i looked it up too one one day but it's like watch it's like actually watching a teacher hit on a student yes Mm -hmm. that's that's exactly what it's like it it makes me so uncomfortable i yeah and they never address the age difference no that's what bothers me like stop acting like this woman is the same age as your girlfriend and she just another mm. pretty young thing that you can't are they trying to make her like kind I of think so. around there in age because she doesn't look elderly mm-hmm. like i think they were trying to put like she yes i think paint the picture she is a little more mature than he is right. but not like there's 20 plus years or something in between age did he start the show in high school? Because I'm trying to remember how old he I'm trying to figure out how old he is anyway. He is supposed to be the same age as Keisha, if not a couple years older. They were in high school together, but he's a high school dropout. Oh, okay. they re- they've referenced that on the I, show. Right. And Keisha okay. just graduated because she was getting or either she's a senior because she's she still wearing a uniform like she was she kidnapped in the uniform. Is that what it was? She no, wasn't. I don't the, know where this the guy had. He, had, okay. he had a whole bunch of okay. them, too, which yeah. is creepy. So it's, uh, it's so that that whole la la and him situation mm-hmm. is disgusting. Yeah, and it was weird because I had just gone because I finally finished Power, and so I just watched her. Yeah. Spoiler, oh like, yeah. Die in Power, and then like having to see her on, um, like with some high school dropout. On yeah. Yo, Power time. starts this weekend, doesn't it? The it's new one, September 6th. You said you didn't want to watch it, but I'm watching it whether you I do or not. I definitely I'm going to watch it. I got to give it a I chance. I have to see what is, what's going to happen. Yeah, I have to give it a chance. And it's Sunday, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just really want to trash talk Tyreek, and I, I hope that they really drag him through with uh-huh. this. And they probably won't. He's the star. Like, I doubt it. Like, he, I think they're going to try to spin um, how we feel about him. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted him to die by the end of the series. Right, right, me too, but I think now they're going to try to paint him in a different light and you're going to start to really be riding with him. Just, no. like just by the previews. Because right now, to me, when I see this, it's so disconnected from actual power because there's no ghost. Yeah. Like, it's just going to be this young boy fighting for his mama and her freedom and doing doing it by any means necessary. Mm-hmm. So it's like a whole nother narrative now. So he the one who put it in there in the first place. Right, but I, I'm wondering how much of that they're going to still connect or they're going to try to <laughs> right. make another we story. Totally, we, got you, we jumped all the way off of a, a, a host. We did. <laughs> we did. Well, it's because of Lala because she keeps uh-huh. jumping on shows and yep, jumping was, on, so that was and on people. On people and uh-huh. <sighs> it, it's, it's not okay. It's not okay with these mm-hmm. men. Yeah, that scene in the kitchen, they could have left that on nah, the, we the didn't cutting have room. Had so we didn't it. need it. Mm-hmm. You know what else we didn't need? I didn't need Ronnie's death. No, uh, I wanted Ronnie that to made go me and be so successful. We yeah. knew something like that was coming. They yeah, were wrong this, for that. He could have lived. That wasn't okay. It's just raspy voice, Ronnie. Keisha? <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole <laughs> block party going on. Oh, an entire block party going on. She's like, ah. 
he hears a basement. In the distance. Keisha. <laughs> was that when she was being dragged back into the basement? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Being dragged Not yes. using her track skills to run. Right. Oh, my goodness. That made me so mad. That you, made black America mad. Yeah. You broke free. And you you come out. You stumble on the ground. You lay in the lawn. You look up and, 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 and just basking in the moonlight, girl. In the fresh Let's Chicago go. air. In the fr- <laughs> <laughs> on the south side. Right. right. Girl, if you don't get up and run. You get, you have on a track uniform. Yeah. Everything about run. Right. Nope. Nope, she just she just laid there for a good five seconds, which was enough for that man. Can to we drag talk her. about right. another character though that I just thought about that kind of aggravated me? Um, what's the wife the the mama's wife? Oh, oh, what's what, her name? What's her name? The mama's wife. Oh, uh, oh, I'm glad you brought this up because we got because we D. were upset about it. No, I wasn't D. Well, uh, while we look it up, I'm just going to talk about it, okay? Now, she got on my last ooh, nerve. I'm going to say that. Every nerve. This woman's whole daughter is kidnapped, and you got the nerve to part your lips and say, we have to get over it? We we need to pack up her room? Dre. 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 Okay, yeah. What did I I said D. I was close. Yeah, we but needed to forget about Dre. Right, right. <laughs> but for real. <laughs> I just I, I was like the insensitivity of it all. And then after this woman told you no. Yeah. No. You go in there and you pack up the room anyway. Right. When I wanted to cause we did we watch we watched this together. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was ready to throw my shoe. I could not believe she packed up this woman's daughters. Terrible. And she, they didn't like each other. Well, her daughter didn't like her. Right. Yeah, it, but at the same time, all the more reason for you to kind of step back and now, keep your mouth closed. Now, and I, to show some compassion and understanding. This, yeah, this woman gave birth to this child, right. and who was missing, and you don't let her hold out on hope that she's still around. Right. And the fact that she even stayed with her once she was found. Yeah. Well, she should have been gone the moment she put the first piece of something in a box. Right. right. But did they found her the next day? Didn't they? It was soon after. Yeah, it was, it was very yeah, we soon We don't know how after. much time lapsed, but it was. Because she had to rush and unpack that room. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then they put stuff back right. This is a whole mess. Right. You thought just because you were the only one who knew she had a tattoo that that gives you the right, right. to just erase her life from her mama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say I got what she was saying as far as you come in here and you in this room and, like, me and Kevin need you. Really, she could have left herself out of that. But right. like you they're like, Kevin, Kevin still she needs could, yeah. you. Yeah. And, and you really see how this affects Kev, this affected Kevin uh-huh. because we see his, he kind of take a turn in his character. Mm-hmm. He did. You know, like, he, 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 he had some innocence. Yes, he shot a man, but um, this season – you just see like how that absence has caused him to get into more trouble right. and to even be disrespectful because yeah. that was the thing. Like in other seasons, he wasn't disrespectful to his mother. He was mm-hmm. super disrespectful in this season. Right. And, and, and super angry for a number of reasons. Right. And so it, 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 it was just interesting how you could see that she kind of, that her absence really affected him like the absence of of Keisha but also the absence of his mother uh-huh. there emotionally yeah. su- right. supporting him and so i get where dre was coming from because in hindsight like look look what can happen right and now the boy he smoke he smoking in the in the room having sex having sex you know it's and talking back mm-hmm. you know like it, it it's it's just not like him and so it's I mean, but it speaks to what happens in real life. Right. I, I, yeah. The whole time I'm thinking, oh, he being a teenager. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, but it speaks, it, it very much so mirrors uh, real life. Uh-huh. And then you have something that traumatic that's happening with your sister. Right. Like you don't have an outlet. Like they all really should have been in counseling. During oh. this whole time that she was missing, y'all should have immediately gone and should have been talking to somebody. Right, this yeah. is what we were talking about with the sloppy writing. Yeah, this because that's the thing about this season is we were talking. You mentioned it being it feeling rushed on a lot of episodes, and it the writing was just sloppy. It was how, like how many holes they left and things. The fact that they let this like they let this young lady come back to the house with no exit like strategy nothing no like yeah. like counseling the, that should have been she should have been yeah. out of 
Somebody should have been talking to her before they gave her the discharge. They gave her, they gave Dre a pamphlet. Right. That's it. Yeah. But, but that also speaks to the type of care that black people get in hospitals. Also true. That's true. That probably was real. Like, which might have been a point they were making without going back to the writing. Mm hmm. Yeah. I mean, because, because it is. Explain that. No. And and everyone is having a conversation about like, who are Mm -hmm. these doctors? Who are these doctors? Like, all you got was a pamphlet. Like, and, and, and a lot of people won't understand that that is how black people get treated yeah. Yeah. in the hospital. Yeah. Black people are less likely to get um, appropriate painkillers yeah. yeah. because people think that we're, we're drug addicts yep. and we're just mm-hmm. here. We're faking our pain and we want something. So you give us ibuprofen, 800 milligram ibuprofen. But, yeah. you, get, but you give the good stuff to um, a white person who comes in and is uh, in pain. Right. You know, and not saying that this is, it's the white person's fault, but I'm saying that it's the system. Right. That's true. They only give us the good stuff when they need us to sell it and create, (laughs) 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 and then be locked up for it. Right. So, okay, maybe the shots right wasn't bad because we just broke it down. Well, it's it's us filling in the holes and the gaps, like, you know, because a lot of questions are being asked. But I mean, if you got time to write in some little history lesson about was it Shirley Chisholm? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Did, uh, yeah. Was uh, why can't I think of any other time? Lena. Yeah. Lena. Lena. Yeah. Like, I always want to call her Lena. <laughs> <laughs> Lena. Yeah, that Shirley Chisholm thing came out of nowhere. I mean, I Did. got what you were trying to do, but you had some strange. some screen time that you should have devoted. To mm-hmm. explaining some of these other situations that are major plots in right. like in the like major parts of the storyline. Yeah, but you know it was cute or whatever. <laughs> or oh, oh, whatever. <laughs> it was cute or whatever. <laughs> um. So and like also we, better budget for the wig, like Keisha's wig. I'm sorry, that's terrible. I, I, I'd be, oh my! <laughs> if I didn't bring <laughs> up Keisha's, uh. I just, it was like a Cabbage Patch doll. It was. That's exactly, exactly what that looked oh like. Oh, my goodness. That is exactly what that looked like. That's I was, what that was not a you fan. You get this chia pet off of this baby. <laughs> what are you doing? Right. Make it believable. At, at least for the people. For, and, for, and watching for the her culture. friend try to break. I'm like, girl, what are you doing? <laughs> you doing a better job of braiding your own fingers. Right. <laughs> like rats. You ain't party. You ain't do nothing. Nothing. No part. Nothing. No you don't home. see anybody's nothing. scalp. You think, mm-mm. It, it, was, it, was, it was all bad. That was funny, though. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but a, another show that we all did watch together, oh, Perry, Mason. Perry Mason. Yeah. Perry Mason, look. If you have not seen that series, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a good one. Uh, a lot of twists and turns. Yeah, yeah. a lot of twists and turns. A lot, kind of a lot of characters too. Oh, yeah, a it ton was. of characters. Yes. It, it was. Where like, it, was, it got hard to keep up with at times, <laughs> yeah. as far as the character development and, the, yeah. and the, each each character storyline goes. Now, now this one is a short one, and you'll be able to. You can watch this in. Like no time, you, yeah. You'll be finished in the weekend if you really binge it, and you will want to watch the. It, waiting for the next episode, watching this series was a, a rough one. It was tough, yeah. It was real tough, but but it was good. Like so, we're not gonna spoil this one, right? But we, I will say this, Cecil, you watched it for the second time. Some of the episodes for the mm-hmm. second time with us before we caught up and were recent, right? And you said even then there were things that you that missed. you missed. There's so many like. Easter eggs is what they say, and I still I want to go back and watch it like again, like front to back, so I can yeah. like notice stuff. But yeah, I don't even I don't know where to start with that show. It's so much, and there's so many issues that it covers. Like you have um, uh, there are issues with substance abuse, and then mm-hmm. um, you have the whole uh, nineteen. I want to say it was between the twenties and the forties. In Los Angeles is where it takes place, and you have like without spoiling anything, there's the you know th- there are the black cops like there's yeah. one of the main mm-hmm. characters is a black yeah. cop and like you know he talks about how he's only allowed to be a black cop in the black neighborhoods and right. can't arrest like the white so there's like all the the race issue going on there there's um there's sexism uh mm-hmm. there's there's the you you see like. 
like one of the first mega churches that's actually based off of a real uh radio evangelist of the time. Oh yeah. Um and it yeah, it's just it's a lot of crazy stuff and I didn't even realize Perry Mason in the stories started out as a detective and became an attorney because yeah. he's a detective most of the series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, up to yeah. like yeah, it's it's crazy. But yeah, I I was blown away by how good how beautifully it's shot, how yeah, dark I was say it that, is. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. scary yeah. from the beginning. Like it yeah. creeps you out. Like it's I, I thought it was brilliant. I hope that they are able, if they don't have season two in the can already, I hope that they are able to film season two with everything going on, pandemically yeah. speaking, in Same. these coronial times. Mm-hmm. I, I was waiting to get you to say that. <laughs> that, that. That is coined by Cecil, coronial <laughs> times. Um, so, uh, Cecil, let why don't we share something that we've all binged watched that we think the people should go see besides Perry Mason? Trinkets. Oh. Yeah, please oh. tell me about trinkets because I keep like <laughs> one. I noticed you. It's good. So I I didn't think I was going to be a fan. Like I've passed over trinkets on Netflix numerous of times because it just didn't look interesting. Yeah. But um, when you get into it, you really start to dive into the lives of each one of the girls that it's about. So it's about high school girls. They kind of form this bond over shoplifting. Okay. Um, and so, like, just the whole premise sounds like it's going to be real whack. But I, I enjoyed watching the things that happened to them and watching them evolve. I will say, though, there's not another season. So yeah, where it uh, ends on Netflix is it. And it. But I feel like that ending left me wanting more. But yeah. I can see why it would end because if anyone was like me, I wasn't watching it at first. Now, was it put out as a limited series, or they just didn't renew it? They, they just didn't renew it. I think they it. didn't okay. renew it. Yeah. Do you know when it was taped? I don't. Um, th- This season just came out, like, a couple of days ago. So there could still, or do we no, know? They no, they said the final season. That's it. Yeah, they advertised it as the final season. But I guess I can see it not getting a ton of play, and for that reason, not renewing. Because when you see, they should have done a better job of, like, promoting it. Uh-huh. And mm. made it look more interesting, because it definitely looks like something you'll skip over. I actually watched it because I was out of stuff to watch. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, it's not bad. Yeah. So it's something like if you want to, you know, I enjoy like high school type movies sometimes uh-huh. with like those characters and stuff and just going through their lives. Same. So if you like stuff like that, then this is something, to, you know, yep. it's like sometimes mm. it's like, oh, it's lighthearted enough to where this is something I'd rather watch than something yeah. that's super, super heavy all the time. So, I mean, it has its moments. It does have like a heavy issue that's kind of like an underlying thing with one of the girls. But it's still something worth watching. Yeah, mm. mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to I'm check it out for real. I've been meaning to. Um, well, on the heels even of Perry Mason and also uh, The Watchmen, I don't know um, if you all, did you, all, you watched? Yeah, the I watched The Watchmen. Yeah. Uh, good, who watches good The Watchmen? Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so they're like HBO um, was doing, and now HBO Max for like the app stuff is still HBO, of course. But it, uh, they hit us hard, and they've been doing an amazing job with their programming lately, especially when it comes to um, putting black stories out there, whether they're fictional or based on uh, yeah. real stories. But we had Watchmen, then we had um, Perry Mason, and now uh, Lovecraft. Country. Oh yeah, I've heard a lot about that, that, but I haven't watched it. So it's based on um, a novel uh, of I think it's the same name. And now it makes me want to read the book. Um, but it's this. I still don't know everything about it. it. It's only three episodes in the season right now. Anyway, it comes on uh, HBO Sunday nights or Mondays. Monday nights. It's kind of I think they've been going back and forth with the last three episodes. What day mm-hmm. it comes on. But um, they it's, it involves all of these weird horror and sci-fi creatures from um, that are like if you are familiar with H.P. Lovecraft, um, the author. Uh, but um, but it's it is a primarily black storytelling, and mm. so you see um, you're gonna see burning crosses. You're gonna see a lot of uh, history intertwined with um with this just 
with all of these crazy like fantasy and horror and sci-fi storylines and uh scenes and um the acting is phenomenal it stars um Courtney B Vance uh starts it um and also who played what's the, her name who plays the mother from the Clark sisters movie she plays Dr. Madame Moss Clark oh her, yeah my yeah yeah my <laughs> and Journey Smollett Episode three, like she's a brilliant actress anyway, always has been. I've always been a fan of Journey Smollett. But when, if, if you aren't into the series and you start watching if, if episode three, she just steals the whole show and just acts her behind off. I just I can't get into everything about it because there's so much to unpack. My sisters started watching it now, and um, it. I highly recommend Lovecraft Country on HBO, HBO Max, if you got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. I, I don't have any new shows to um, suggest, but I am starting Doom Patrol. Never heard uh, of I, it. I've heard some, it some things about that, so uh, I decided I'm going to go back and I'm going to. So I, I hate to interrupt you, but I do have to say I have never heard of this show. Terrence did not tell me he was watching this show. And now this is important to note because he does not like me watching shows without him. <laughs> this is my first time hearing about this. Doom Patrol? About you watching this and about the show. Y'all, I picked up and started watching Trinkets, and he was like, why are you watching this without me? Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's, let's get the fullness of this situation. I'm just saying. I, she watches shows without me all the time. All the time. And, and clearly you do too. So- Hold on. <laughs> so I start watching Trinkets just because, like, oh, season two coming out. Like, I'll put this on. I'm editing. And so it kind of took my mind off of editing. I'm like, oh, this is good. I watched, like, three episodes. The next day. Unbeknownst to me. The next day. The next day, she be it because I told, <laughs> her, I told her, like, oh, yeah, I've been watching this show Trinkets. Um, She's like, she like, oh, well, you've already started. I said, that's okay. You can catch up, and I'll sit here while you catch up. I don't mind watching mm-hmm. it again. Well, I had to go to do a recording. I come back. The girl done finished she the season. It. Mm-hmm. Well, at this point, I was watching and was letting you catch up. <laughs> right? Same thing. No, because you never let me catch up. You never <laughs> paused. You kept going. You have space and opportunity. We can catch up this weekend. It's over. I saw the last <laughs> episode. Like, it's. So Doom Patrol, I haven't even finished the first episode yet. Mm-hmm. I started it um, before I watched Trinkets, but then I was I was like, I can't edit and watch this mm-hmm. because I feel like I need to pay attention what's, to what's going on. So I kind of put that on the back burner and started watching Trinkets because I'm like, I ain't going to yeah. care about this. But I did. They stole my heart. Uh-huh. <laughs> I need to watch it. But see, now Doom Patrol is one. I started watching. I watched maybe the first three episodes. So I like I'll even watch that. With you once you get to a certain point, if you want, but yeah, and you're you're welcome to watch too. Oh, thanks so much. You can go on, <laughs> <laughs> y'all. So um, those are our late night binges and our suggestions. You know, if you got a suggestion of something that we should be binging ourselves or that we should talk about, you know, go ahead shoot us in the comments. You know, let us let us know uh, what you think, what you're watching, because we have not watched everything and don't really have time to watch everything. But if you got something good, we will bump it to the top of the list. (laughs) Project Power. I enjoyed that, too. Check that out on Netflix. Yeah, that was pretty good. It was it was it was a very it decent a movie. movie. Yeah, I mean, I fell asleep yeah, on part it. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, like, like, I didn't hate it. I, I was like, this is decent. Mm. I can, I could kind of get with this. I like the concept of it more than anything. Right, and it the was flashy enough to keep your interest. Well, not Alicia, she fell asleep. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But Alicia could sleep through anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what? I am it's looking factual. forward to Mulan. Ain't that coming out this month? Uh huh. Mulan is coming out but on thirty dollars uh, on Disney Plus. But you know what? When we were talking about it at uh, our parents' house, wait for thirty dollars. I thought it was just coming out on Disney Plus. You uh-uh. gotta pay for it. It's thirty bucks. But if you think no, about it, no. you'd be paying. But you'd be paying that to see it once if you went in a group, or if you went like it. But it's not thirty dollars. Not for Mulan. It's Disney. Mm-mm, no, thank you. I pass. I'm gonna let somebody who got our Disney Plus password pay for it, and then I'm gonna just watch uh. it. <laughs> Tim will probably do. <laughs> I'm that. Hey, <laughs> hey, 
You know what? I actually don't think Tim has our Disney Plus oh, yeah. password. I think that's the one password nobody has. No, because no. we didn't know it for real. Right. Because to this day, I don't think I know what it is because you signed up for it. Mm-hmm. But the ones that I know, I, I freely share. Everybody I got HBO Max. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you want my HBO Max password, hit me up. Let me know. I'll give it to you. Uh, what? No. <laughs> that's not how that works. We, we have to be freely giving. There needs to be some sort of trade. Uh-huh. It's you, not just a giving. Okay. You listen to the show. You like the show. You comment on the show. You share the show. I share my HBO Max. No. What if there's like a limit and we want to watch HBO Max right, and we can't? Right, because they clog up our story. True. You buy a T-shirt. <laughs> and then I get you the <laughs> HBO Max. Matter of fact, I'm going to put it on the and store. I'm just like. The <laughs> <your> first, like. <laughs> First one person to buy. <laughs> <laughs> if you buy three shirts, we'll figure out the Disney Plus and get and up give you to you. Yeah. Like the first five people right. give you a time slot where you can watch it. <laughs> and then we'll delete your account after uh, and change the password. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's, I think Black that's love. Black, right. love. Black love. <laughs> y'all, thank, thank y'all for listening. Um, it's time for us to to put this show to bed. But before we put the show to bed, it's always important that we say our prayers. So <laughs> now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord that he will keep the inmates boots on R. Kelly's braids until Timberland start to sponsor jail raids. And I never thought that I would have to ask this, but keep Marcus Houston from duplicating Robert's actions. Help Jessica Krug embrace her own skin and stop claiming our hue for professional wins. R.I.P. Chadwick and R.I.P. Ronnie. He ain't even do nothing to nobody. Oh, and one more thing. I don't mean to keep you, but Lord, please bless Papa and my girl, Myesha. So before I bring this show to an end, I say I love you and amen. Thank y'all for listening. (laughs) We'll see you next time on Good Night Juice.